When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Join us for the very first CFL Live at London's Indigo at the O2, Sunday, August the 13th, with me, Coogan Cassius, and some very special guests, Eddie Hearn, Darren Barker, Johnny Fisher, and more. Tickets now on sale. So in the words of Eddie Hearn... You get up, you dress up, and you fucking show up. Andrew McCart, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Eberlad Take Two, Isaac Lowe, because this idiot never had his mic plugged in, but listen... You've had me talk for 25 minutes and talking to myself, but because I like it, would redo it. We'll Snap to. Listen, I don't even know how to start this interview then. Listen, great performance. Now, like I said in the, the, the beginning of the first interview we did, I said, you're not known for your knockout wins. You've not got a high knockout ratio. This kid never got really knocked out. I think he had one stoppage in his fights there. What was the main difference in this fight? I think it's as I've got older, I'm getting... Not older, it's just I'm getting more mature. Uh, not the fact of maturity, I think that's where... Everyone, everyone knows me. You watch most of my career. You watch most of my fights. I, I get red steam. As soon as I get someone there, I jump on them. Do you know what I mean? Or I, I get too close. I always smother my work. And I think it showed in the first couple of rounds. I got, I hurt him a few times. I wouldn't say he's going to hurt me. Then he got me with a couple. Then I tanked him. And again, I was just getting close. I was getting too close. And Bob was saying in the corner, you've got eight rounds. You've got three minutes in the round. Slow it down. Mm-hmm. Wait for your time and pick your shots. And they'll come. You, you, you catch him. And I think over the rounds, I, again, I caught him a couple to the body. I know he hurt him a couple of times to the body. He kept the nodding. And I kept him, the uppercuts was getting him a sweet every time I got him. And then Pop was saying, hold him out, hold him out, hold him out. And that's what I did. We've been working on it in the gym. Just double that left duck up. And it's, I've got a really strong uh, left duck. And I touched him the first time. The second one just finishing him off. And uh, I, I, like you're saying, against a kid who doesn't really get stopped, I'm pleased with it because I'm probably going to get criticised for this because, oh, you should be beating these guys. But... The be- you beat it's the manner you beat them. If I had, like, like I've just said in another interview there, I had a bit of nerves going into this fight tonight. Uh, obviously, doing a six rounder uh, uh, last time and coming like this, and you've just signed with these, uh, uh, with South, the Southlands, and then fucking. I want, obviously, I know it was going on the TV, YouTube, I know it was going across the floor. I want to put a, a good statement on. And if I'd have went there tonight and had a, a sticky eight rounds, or not even a sticky eight rounds, done a eight rounds where I won by three rounds clear, and I'd have come out and I thought, have I really got it still? Have, is it really still there? Like, do you know what I mean? But 
that's what I needed to do, and I've done it. I made, I made a, I think I made a statement tonight, uh, and I, I was happy with it. It's good. It's given me a good confidence boost. What I need, I'll be back in the gym straight away. I'm not. I'm not taking no time out, and I want to be back out as soon as I can. You mentioned maturity there, and that's what I said earlier. I said uh, I felt like a mature performance in there. You didn't rush. Know some things when you get clipped, a young fight. I'm not just saying you. I'm yeah. saying in general, a young fight when they get clipped, they steam in. They get see that red mist, they yeah. get that hot head, and they steam in. Now, for me, look, watching you fight there, it did seem like a mature performance. And what do you think? Like, what's about that? Is it, has it been Bob in the gym? Has it been Big Tyson? What, what's been the, the, the difference in training camp in the gym? We, I've been doing that a lot in training. I do it, um, do it a lot of time with home um, when I've been training. But I usually what I do in the gym, I never 80% of the time I never show it in in the ring. Like you said, what you've just said there, I usually get tanked with a shot and I get red steam and that's it. Isaac's in a, a bloodbath fight and everyone's no, and everyone knows me for it. Do you know what I mean? But Bob was keeping reminding me in the gym and even today in the, in, in the fight when I kept nerving, he said. Isaac, just slow it down, pick your shots, get your jab working, get your jab working, bring them onto the shots. And I think over a couple of the first two rounds, so I was a bit slow, warming up, I wasn't warming into it. I got into it, and over the over the course of the rounds, that's what I did. I slowed it down, and I, when I got tagged with a shot, I wasn't panicking. Mm. And there's plenty of time to do it. You've got three minutes, you've got eight rounds there. To, so, yeah, I, I was pleased with it. And as I said, I'm back in the gym, and we'll be keep on working. I'm going to improve on that. I'm going to improve on that again and that's only one one side of me. I think I said in an interview before this fight, there's, everyone knows me as a bit of a scrapper, who comes, everyone knows I've got a heart of a lion, I'm game, I love a fight, but I am a, a very good boxer when I use my skills and, uh, and I, th I think you're going to see a lot more of it. I mentioned as well, are you hanging around that featherweight division? Because like I said, it's a, it's a good division to be in, so are you going to hang about there and try and put uh, your name in the mix? I'm featherweight, well, I've boxed at featherweight since I've been eight, 18 year old since I turned over, but I can even make super bantam weight, I was thinking about going down to super bantam, I can make the weight good. Uh, I'm not going to say like easy, easy, but I can make it. Do you know what I mean? I'm definitely not. I'm too small for a super featherweight. Uh, I'll have a stick. I'm at that age now, 29. It's like anyone. I've got bills to pay. I've got a baby at home. I've got a wife, and uh, you, you don't have a long career in boxing, especially at my at my at my weight, because obviously we take a lot of shots. Well, I do anyhow. I want to get out safe and well, and. I want the right fights now. I'll pay the right bills from my family and try and set me up. Do you know what I mean? So. Whichever the right fights come, I'll take. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm all, you know me. I'll fight anyone. I'm, I'm, I'm not bothered. That's why I took Nick Ball straight after where uh, Lopez. I'm not bothered about fight. If it, what can the worst comes to worst, you can lose. I'm, I win or lose. I'm a game man. I love a fight. But I just want the right fights, the right opportunities. I don't think. I don't know. You might. I might probably get criticised for saying this, but I've always been in the away corner. I've, I've never always had the, the run of the green. Sometimes like. But going back even to the under days when I boxed for the English title, I was in the way corner. When, when I boxed for the Commonwealth against Marco McCulloch, I was in the way corner. When I, when I boxed Ryan Welsh, I was in the away corner. When I, uh, Dennis Sealand, mm. I, was a, I was a voluntary to go over there and lose. Went over there, do you know what I mean? So I've never really had a promoter at the back of me or someone at the back of me or just try and get... get all right, you say you've been with Tyson, you've had a couple of fights, all right, you've had... A little bit, a bit of luck that way. But I've been lucky because I've got a good friend like that. But I've never really had a promoter to guide me and push me in the right direction. We'll, we will have that fight now. Next fight we'll have a ten round. We'll do this and we'll, now hopefully with uh, Sal Denison's they will. Uh, I can get that and next. I said hopefully a good fight next. Well, it's interesting you said super bantamweight and. Uh with Sowland, Lee McGregor's with Sowland. So Bantamweight, you mentioned to me as well in the first interview, which I can't play because I don't have a mic plugged in like I'm a moron. But 
Have you got a keen interest in this fight then? Have you got a keen interest on a, a fight with possibly McGregor who likes it? If I put you and two in the ring together, I mean, that's music to my ears. That's fucking fireworks. <laughs> that's all that is. No, listen, I'm, I'm here to spot Lee McGregor tonight. I'm not, I'm not going to cut money and call him out whatsoever. I, I like the lad. I respect the lad a lot. Uh, I've always had a lot of time for him. I've obviously got a lot, a lot of time for Ben Davison. Uh, but the same for Lee McGregor. He's at the same age as me. I don't know how old he is. Uh, he's a bit younger than me. He wants... A, he wants Built to pay the bills, he's got a family himself. He's got. We're not, we're not here to punch each other in the first and get batter each other, not get paid for it. Do you know what I mean? And if it makes sense for Lee and it makes sense for me, and uh, we can put our friendship to the side, and obviously he's got to do his job tonight. I wish him all the luck. I'll be, I'll be shouting for him down the line. If it can be made, it can be made. I'm, I'm, I'm not here calling them outside. I want to fight him. I'm, I'm just hoping to fight anyone. Do you know what I mean? Anyone in the featherweight division. What, what's the best opportunities I can get? I will. Uh, I'll sit down and look at them and, and see what there is. I know a name that you'll call out and you would love to have a fight with. Prince Patel. Come down first. <laughs> so. where, where is that? Where is that beef? Is that still a beef? Is that still a rivalry? What's going on with that? Don't say that because if you say this interview and you probably put on it the start of it, Prince Patel eyes at lawyer. Like, oh, it's done 6,000 views in 30 minutes because he's mentioned Prince Patel's name. Fucking sausage. Uh, I don't know where the beef come, but he's just what the kids. I think he's not a full shilling. I don't think he's there to be honest. He won't fight. As I said, I'm happy to be there. I want to be out as soon as I can. I'll fight him next. I'll go down to Super Bowl next, and I'll fight him. My my team will get onto them. We can make the fight September, October, early September, and yeah, middle of September. Never mind October. I'm ready to go now. Uh, but he won't fight. You know, he's just a fucking idiot, man. He's on about fighting. Was that was that not shame for what he put on the other day in the car park? And took, it was like you paid someone to come off the street and say, right, I want to punch you. I want to video you. Go down. I'll make. You're fucking sausage, mate. Uh, but he's an idiot. But if he wants to fight, and believe it or not, he probably will do numbers because everyone want everyone wants me to see him, me to kill him, don't they? And he won't last thirty seconds. What I've done with him in five rounds, I did to him in a round. Uh, but I love that fight. I fight him for fucking free. I can't abide that bad lad. I can't abide him. But he won't fight. One name that I did mention uh, as well was Jordan Gill. Now he, you had a little bit of a rivalry going on, but uh, a wee while ago, I mean. I know he's moving up to super featherweight now, and you, you're not too, you're not big enough for super featherweight. But is that still there? Fuck! I feel like I'm calling everyone out here tonight, Anna. Listen, everyone knows uh, me and Jordan Gill don't really get on. Not, not the fact that we don't get on. I've never really seen the lad in person, but he, he's a rival, isn't he? He's been in my weight class for many years. Uh, I wouldn't go, Dave. Well, you know, I used to have said it then. I'm not, I'm not too, I'm too small for super featherweight. I said I'm a super bantam or just about a, a featherweight. Uh, but if the fight can be made, but. Well, I was looking at, and I was saying before in the interview, I don't know if the draw's still there anymore, do you know what I mean? But I imagine the fans still want to see it. I think everyone will tune into it. I think it'll be a good fight. I'm not saying that uh, he's a good fighter, but I think I've always said I've got too much for Jordan Gill. I've got too much heart, too much balls, and I've got too much skill. But again, if it makes sense, I'm going to pay the bills, I'm going to pay the bill for Jordan. Yeah, I'm open to fight. I'm, as I've just said before, I'm, I want, I want, I've want, done me, I've, I've done my research about building up boxing 10 years ago now I've had nearly 30 pro fights and I've had eight round again tonight I want to get back out as soon as I can and uh, I'm hoping if the right opportunity maybe the European title who's got the European at featherweights question that I mean that was my favourite uh, Kiko Martinez fought for it I think but he's moved up as well you know what I mean no, no, no Kiko Martinez <laughs> that's one name you're not calling out yeah no listen that'd be a good fight with Kiko listen he's fucking that's one fight what I would have to it would def, definitely get me up for because if you took your eye off the ball with Kiko good night good bless Romeo uh, no again if that, that if that fight got offered and it was a, a title on the ball it makes sense and yeah uh, I'm just saying now to obviously 
I want I want to get myself back up at that world level and I'm I'm, I'm not here to call people out and criticise everyone and be all a gobby shit. Do you know what I mean? I'm here. I'm a professional boxer. I box. I, I'm, I know I'm a elite level fighter. I just if you want to say under the fringe elite level, I know on me day on me, on me Isaac Law and his best performances, it can give anyone trouble or give anyone nightmares. Doesn't it? I've got my buzz back for boxing again. Do you know what I mean? I'm training hard. I'm I'm eating well. I'm training well. I'm sleeping well. And I think that showed tonight. Do you know what I mean? I'm relaxing there. I looked happy in there. And uh, we'll see what the future brings. And hopefully, with the Southlands now, they can they guide me in the right direction. And uh, we'll bring some big fights. You mentioned elite level. Now, two parts to this final question I'm going to ask you. Big Tyson Fury showed all the way up to Edinburgh, three and a half hour drive from Morecambe to just come and watch you, and he's disappeared again. Um, so, fair play to the big man. He's obviously a friend oh, and a supporter. Did you see, I was just about to walk in the ring, and he couldn't walk in. I thought, fuck it, I'll talk about making it just in time. I thought he wasn't coming. Uh, yeah, no, listen, he's, obviously, we, everyone knows how, how, how close we are. And to drive nearly three hours up the road to the just to, to, to watch me, and as I said, not even watch a normal fight, he's, you've seen him, he's, he's went straight away. Uh, it gives me more confidence because, I, 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 like I, I think I said on the number interview, I had a lot of nerves, not a lot of nerves, but I had nerves going in the time because if I had won in the tonight and had a sticky eight-rounder with a, 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 not, I wouldn't say a journeyman, but a kid who should be beating easy and I won by two or three rounds, everyone said, oh, he hasn't, he's not that good, he's not this. I should, oh, being fair, I should be beating these, shouldn't I? I should be doing what I've done tonight, making good statements. And when, I, when you've got someone like him, you look at him before you get in the ring, it gives you that boost, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? Because he'd be the first one to criticise me and go on, do you know what I mean? And, it, it gives you that that power, like that will, when you get in the ring. Think, right, I've got a show now. I can't mess around here. I've got some like Carl Brook at ringside and all that. And then the guys come and support you, and, and they know me. Do you know what I mean? They're they're they are elite level. They're the bees and knees. So if I want to be with the bees and knees and hang around with the bees and knees, I've got to show it, haven't I? I've got to show what I've got. And I think tonight that was the beginning of a, a new a new era for Isaac Isaac Law and a, a new start and a, a new chapter. Not just a little scrapper but just a con- control boxer and, and can show what can hurt people. OK, let's go there. Let's talk about one final one for me then. Tyson Fury, I think you as a boxing fan, as a friend, me as a boxing fan, and I know Tyson very well, is I want to see him against Joshua or Usyk. Them the two fights I want to see, but Joshua's obviously tied up with Dylan White, you've got Usyk tied up, obviously the, we know the whole palaver with that in the past, that fight never got made, but he's tied up with Dubois now. Tyson needs a fight. Now, he's been criticised now with this Nganu fight. I just want to get somebody that's close to Tyson, your opinion when you first heard he was fighting Nganu. Yeah, listen, I've already said uh, this before, and but I'm probably going to get criticised for this now and here because obviously everyone's all oh, Tyson this and that, but what do you expect him to do? He's tried to make the Joshua fight twice. I'll be the first one to say if he never, he generally has. Never mind what Eddie Yearn says and all the shit what he comes out with because he talks that much shit, the man he does. The fight did try and get made. They never tackle it. Yusek did it. They were fighting at first. They were fighting at Wembley, Yusek and Tyson. Then Yusek decides to pull out because he was getting 65 mil to fight in Saudi Arabia, which that's why he signed with the Saudis. They meant to fight in December, and that's why he signed with them. Because if you listen, remember what his manager came out and said, Tyson Fury is getting offered one offer, take it or leave it, Tyson. We're offering you that. Now, because that's because he, therefore, there was Mr. Big Balls, they've signed with the Saudis, we can offer you that. If you don't want to take it, fuck off, we'll get someone else. Well, guess what? It backfired on them, didn't it? They didn't get the 65 mil, and they're still in a fight in Dubai in Poland for $2 million, when they were getting a hell, a hell, a hell of a lot more money to fight Tyson at Wembley. So what do you want to do, Tyson, do there? All right, then, sit, sit around and not fight and wait wait for someone, wait for the fights to get made, or just wait. At the end of the day, he's got to keep active, and he's got bills to pay. He's got, oh, 
he's got a family. I know he, oh, he's a multi-millionaire, but when you get a contract, a contract, when you get an offer to go and do a, a fight in Saudi Arabia by the proper Saudis and get offered shitloads of money, doesn't matter how much money you've got, you've got kids in there, you can, it, it, it pays, but why not do it? Why not? It, we're in 2023, it's a crossover now. He's elite level at UFC. He's the biggest puncher in, in the in uh, UFC heavyweight history. He's in the world's greatest spot records. If it's not an exhibition, it's a proper fight. If he eats Tyson, Tyson's getting knocked out. I've told Tyson, Tyson's having a full 12-week tw training camp, training his walls off. So it's not like when it's a mess over. It's, it's a proper fucking fight. And when he when deals with them, and then hopefully I want to watch it. You want to watch it. As a fan of me, I want to see, of course I want to see Tyson versus Yusek. Of course I want to see him to fight uh, Joshua. Of course I do, but if they're not willing to take it, what do you want to do? Is just sit there. Mm. So it's one of them. And I seen someone like uh, Yusek. I think it was Yusek. Why does he not fight a top top ten guy? Does it make a difference who he fights? You're fighting your fight. You worry what you're doing. Why are you worry about who he's fighting? Do you know what I mean? Still, your fighting him's going to happen. So don't worry who he fights. They're all upset because the top of it, Tyson's getting shitloads and million, multi-millions of pounds to fight, and they thought they was going to get it, and it's all backfiring them. And the first thing they can do is just try and criticise him. Well, just do what you've got to do. Make sure you beat Dubai, and you will see you shortly. Because I think Dubai will knock him out. Isaac, thank you so much, man. Like you've probably done half an hour of me in total because I've done two interviews with you. But thank you so much, mate. Go and enjoy the rest of the night. I'll speak to you soon, Isaac. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Join us for the very first IFL Live at London's Indigo at the O2, Sunday, August the 13th, with me, Coogan Cassius, and some very special guests, Eddie Hearn, Darren Barker, Johnny Fisher, and more. Tickets now on sale. So in the words of Eddie Hearn... You get up, you dress up, and you fucking show up. Sports Social Podcast Network.